His opponent from St. Petersburg, Florida, 231 pounds, Barry Horowitz. Yeah, the chocolate's yay, Brasileño. Yeah, to the back of the hat, lean back in the lap, crack the window, hear the soldier sounds and that in the back. Ain't no cat in the hat, just a cat that can rap. This is so what up, what up, it's your boy Brock Briley coming to you live from the spot over there, over there in the cut. This is Turnbucks and Brass Nug, the world's leading uh, cause of sleep. <laughs> I said goddamn. In all of the wrestling world. With me as always is Scuba Steve. Already snoozing. Yeah. And Double J. Just Jesse. I'm here, not sleeping yet. I took a nap. You, you, I was gonna say you just got. <laughs> I'm usually the one who's sleeping at the end of these. Yeah. The end. Yeah. I try Stop. to take a nap before we start. All right. Let's rock and roll. All right. So we're back. We took a quick uh, turn, very fast, but uh, we're back on track. That was a quickie. A lot of things happening in the wrestling world. Holy fuck. Some of it great. Some of it. No, and then the, the fucking the, the turnaround and, and how things have been happening has been crazy. Uh, I just heard, I just read uh, today that they're, t- <laughs> which is a good thing, and I think they, sh- they should have done that a long time ago, that they're going back to just it being just the WWE Championship and not the Universal Championship anymore. What do you mean? Yeah. So they're not going to call it the no, Universal no. Champion anymore. They're going to call it the WWE Championship. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Seth kind of touched on that uh, Monday. Which, uh, you know, I always thought it was better. You know, those Universal Champions are so stupid. You know what I mean? Oh, you're the champion of the universe? Unless really? it's Thanos. If, if Thanos is holding it, maybe. Yeah. You know? Um, a lot of speculation on where uh, Okada is going to end up. Uh, a lot of uh, rumors and shit. The newsflash after newsflash, brother. And nobody knows what the fuck. Oh, and I, you know what? I like it that way now. You know what I mean? They, somehow they found the, the way to stop all these smarty art niggas from fucking snitching so early that we can't even enjoy the surprise anymore, you know? Surprise, motherfucker. Fucking AEW needs to fucking fix it and figure that shit out. We're not there yet. <coughs> okay, so... She's coming out of the coming out of the gates hating. Yeah, she's... She's, uh... Dude. What's it called? She's got a loaded gun. Dude, weapons hot, kid. She's coming in loaded. I've actually have been coming in loaded lately, so... Unfortunately, guys, I'm still sick. Still on steroids, so I'm still an angry bitch. That's what my new name, the angry bitch. Ooh, I like it. I like it. All right, let's go. The main event, angry bitch. All right, let's talk about wrestling. All right, we're just going to grip and rip here. We're going to go through uh, SmackDown, the highs and lows. And at the end, we're all going to chime in if we feel like it. So here we go. All right, so we're going to start right off. Uh, I ain't going to bring it up. We got the three number one contenders between Orton, L.A. Knight, and A.J. Styles. 
they all banter back and forth. Yay. I'm going to skim it because we're talking more in depth about that when we talk about the pay-per-view, if that's cool with you. Yep. All right, so this is the first uh, SmackDown for which we have a two-man crew, though. Michael Cole and Corey Graves are there. Kevin Patrick. Sayonara. Uh, what do they say, uh, uh, Brock? Uh, good luck on your future endeavors is what they yep. usually post online. So we got Carlito Santos Escobar, of course. Shenanigans galore between uh, Humberto Angel. Uh, we have Cruz Del Toro and uh, Hawking Wild. But actually, the thing to think about here is the return of Mrs. Lopez. Who she trips Selena Vega on the ring apron, which allows Carlito to be in total shock and dismay, which does allow for the Santos Escobar roll up for the win. Um, the match is good, but whatever. Uh, women's tag team, uh, we've got the Kabuki Warriors taking it away from Katina, or excuse me, Katana Chance and Caden Carter. Uh, match was solid, but again, when you have damage control of all, there's always shenanigans. Then we're, we're supposed to have Bobby Lashley Street Profits. I think they're called the Pride. They haven't officially done that yet against the Final Testament, which is named, but really nothing happens. Uh, Scarlet, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, guys. Uh, she, uh, Goes to the ring and uh, basically gets into the face of Bobby, and um, that was about it. So we're not doing anything. We'll talk more about that when we talk about the pay per view, I believe. Carmelo Hayes is uh, back on SmackDown against uh, Mr. Austin Theory. Of course, they had an interesting match last week or two weeks ago. I'm so sorry. And uh, there was a move that looked nasty for both participants, but they're both back on track. And uh, unfortunately, thanks to, of course. Fucking Grayson Waller. Austin Theory takes the W. Main event time, we got uh, LA Knight, Solo Sokoa. Please fucking stop calling him the enforcer. This bitch can't be nobody. Uh, but of course, this turns into a total clusterfuck with uh, run ins between AJ and RKO's galore. So it's a no contest um, leading into Saturday's pay per view. Rock. What you think of this, uh, what I consider, honestly, a clusterfuck of a show? Uh, it just seems kind of <laughs> like they, they were fucking... Uh, just kind of throwing shit together, you know, right before the pay-per-view. So it wasn't as, as good as, as, I, as it could have been. But as far as go-home episodes go, it was okay. Um, I thought the addition of the chick to the the LWO saga was pretty cool. Um, she was part of them in NXT, right? You know, uh, would have made more sense if the if you know the whole regular shit, like you know, like the Joaquin and the other kid, you know, well, with him, and then the other two cats became the regular LWO. But you know, whatever. <clears throat> Altogether, it was I, I, the, the they they really need to figure out what the fuck they're doing with Bobby and the Street Profits because it's you know lame, really lame, you know. And even though they're not heels anymore, I guess can can Ford stop doing that Billy Idol lip thing, dude? It doesn't make you look tough; it makes you look like you're having fucking spasms. Yeah, it was a very odd uh, thing that they got going, but, you know, 
Sarai, Sarai, as they say. Whoa. JJ, what do you think of the show? Um, considering how lame, <coughs> uh, how unimpressive to me Royal Rumble was, I think they We're not there yet. I know, but they could have done a way better job with what they did with SmackDown, in my opinion. Uh, just all around unimpressive to me. Um, the, again, I, I agree with um, it's cool that they brought in a an extra player. With I, I think that's the only thing that they're really doing any service to right now is that LWO thing. Because even though they're doing stuff a little on the slow side, it's still interesting and keeping me wanting to watch, you know? Um, <coughs> but the Bobby Lashley stuff has to go. Uh, it, it just... Shit or get off the pot. You know what? And and it's and I feel bad because I don't think it's the the you know quote unquote pride's fault. I honestly feel like their arch nemesis just they're not there. There's nothing that makes me say, Oh, I can't wait to see this. You know, I just anything with Carrie and Cross in it now, and it, it just is and if the guy I, I don't remember him. I think he sucks. Like he's not a mouthpiece. He's not doing anything to help. The only interesting part is Scarlett. Are you talking about Paul Heyman? Talking about Paul Ellering? Yeah. No, it's too funny. Excuse me, dude. I that's it. I'm on the couch. You cannot talk bad about that man. I'm not. I'm just saying that right now. I don't. Again, I know you guys have said that he was badass and whatever, but I haven't seen that. All he does is fucking point at a sign and doesn't really say much. Well, I mean, you let him get started, and then you know you, you got to give him the opportunity to well, speak. Well, then you know he's got to get started. You can't come on to three fucking shows and not say nothing. But uh, remember, it's not—it's not like he decides what the fuck he gets to do. If somebody tells him, "All right, just let them talk," and you just look fucking menacing or whatever. So, I mean, let, let's hope they just give him a shot to talk. But I mean, Paul Ellering is a. Card carry member of Mensa, by the way. So, what? he'll say some shit to you. Well, you better start yeah. talking because this shit sucks. Yeah. So the go home show was made made me want to go home and turn off the television. All right. So uh, let's get to the uh, oh, God Jesus. AW Rampage. Can they just stop doing this shit? Just fucking stop. They they don't evidently care, so why should I care? All right, so we got uh, Takesna. Mr. Christopher Daniels. So can, can we just let this guy go back to the back, please? Because this is just getting embarrassing. Uh, Daniels gets thrashed. Uh, then we're going to have uh, two rocks, probably excitement. We got uh, Anna J versus Ruby Soho. And AJ does take the W. I'm very happy. Give give this girl some wins. That would be great. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. Uh, John Moxie does take out Lee Moriarty in a fantastic, fantastic fucking match, actually. Uh, but uh, again, it's this is just some weird booking shit. Um, then we have my boy Chris Sabian versus Commander, not spelled with a C, but spelled with an L, because he fucking loses all the time, except. He does take out my boy, Kip Sabian. I don't understand it. Uh, do something with this motherfucker, will you? Uh, but it was a combination of Sabian, Commander, Butcher, and Vikingo. 
the winner gets a shot at the international champion. So good for you, Commander, starting with an L, for finally getting a fucking win. And that ends our rampage. Yes, it ends the rampage. So, uh, it's, it ends rampage. That's it. <laughs> Brock, what you think? It's, it's almost like after what was the name of that pay per view where where they where they did with the where MGF lost the title and shit? And 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 the world and worlds or something what was it called the uh... world's end. World's end. Yeah, that sounds I'm dyslexic. Come on, guys, help me out. So it seems like since then they've lost total fucking mm-hmm. direction in in terms of their booking. Uh, you could tell very easily that the matches are. <laughs> it's almost like you know throwing dart ball darts at a wall and just saying, "All right, uh, okay, this is That's him." What my notes say about yes, yes, you are one hundred percent correct, Rod. One hundred percent. You know what I mean? So, and and that goes for rampage, collision, uh, oh, dynamite. Every episode of of these shows since that fucking pay per view. Have you know, and and they have good matches that you just like. All right, well, that was a good. I tell you what, the only thing I feel out of all those shows that I've noticed is, for once in a lifetime, they're actually seem to be putting a little bit of emphasis on the women's wrestling. Yeah, well, you have more. And it seems like they're doing a little bit more and a little bit more strategic with the women's wrestling. And I'm down for that. But that's the only thing that lately seems to have any kind of direction. I mean, I can't argue that at all. Because that agrees with it. Any other uh, input there before we go to the next show there, JJ? No, I just, I really... Really, really, really no. with going? um with uh, Kip Sabian. Also, I really like that guy. Like, Dude. he's a good bad guy. He's interesting. He's so good in the ring. I don't even mind his stupid wife. Who are we talking about? Kip Sabian. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, and I like Penelope Ford. I thought she was a good fucking. Uh... Woman's wrestler herself. Well, with her and it was her and the bunny. Remember, they would tag sometimes. Yeah, they were like they were like. And that's the thing for the women's division. You know, I don't know if it's direction that they that they've been giving it, but they've definitely given it more airtime, more attention. Yeah. Well, it seems to have a little bit of direction too. Like they're trying to build it up or something. I don't know. I. I... I don't know. I don't know. And, that's the, and, and it's true what, what fucking, and I remember uh, uh, Ty Valkyrie said it. You know, how the fuck is Perazzo going to just walk in and get to the head of the line? You know what I mean? Like, there should be some sort of process of, of earning your way up to uh, uh, um, a world. Yeah, but come hold, on. I mean, hold, WWE hold does that it thought, too. Rock. I'm going to jump on that. We talked Dynamite. But go ahead, JJ. I'm sorry. Oh, say WWE does the same thing. I mean, why did CM Punk automatically get uh, top of the line to? He didn't. Yeah, he kind of didn't either. You know what I mean? Like he's not even getting the title shot. 
Well, that's because he's injured now, but not because he wasn't gonna. He wasn't gonna. Yeah, I see your point. He wasn't, but he wasn't gonna automatically get it either. You know what I mean? Like so, once Cody won the, well, we we talked. We didn't talk about the rumble yet, but you know, once after the Royal Rumble, he was supposed to go to the next pay per view and earn the title shot there. You know what I mean? That elimination chamber. Yeah, but come on, it, it was written all over the stars. Everybody knew that's what was going to happen. So it was an automatic. Yeah, and then at the same time, uh, Donna Perrazzo is not CM Punk. You know what I mean? No, she's better. Call a spade a spade. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We don't use that kind of language on the show. You watch your tongue, kid. I mean. All right. So let's get rid of, let's get rid of the next show, and then we'll talk about uh, the lamest Royal Rumble of all time. Uh, collision. Uh, we're going to jump right in here. We've got Moxie and Claudio Castanoli versus Shane Taylor and Lee Burriardi. Now, they're part of a – I guess they're partners over in ROH. And this is just stemming from the fact that Moxie's beaten both these motherfuckers in the last two weeks. So, guess what? They win again. But at least gets, uh, gets uh, Moriarty especially. But Taylor's solid, in my opinion. Uh, so, they win. Then we got a – as we said, Commander finally gets a W and gets a shot at Mr. Cassidy, but Mr. Cassidy, to no one's surprise, does get a, a W. And then afterwards, of course, Strong Bennett and uh, Matt Taven arrive at the ring, but don't really do anything. They just, like, boo. Lady Frost is back on our, on our TVs, but I'm not sure why, because she's going to be a fodder to uh, Maria May, uh, sidekick of the world champion. So uh, May does the Maya May. Isn't it Maya May? I have a hair lip right now. Come on, don't don't do that to me. M A R I A H is the spelling. Oh, Mariah. Okay. All right. Then we have Eddie Kingston, and I found myself siding with Brock so much in this match. He, he faces he faces Willie Mac. This fucking I'm a fat dude. Gentlemen, surprise, surprise. But I'm also not trying to wrestle without a shirt. He, This was a fucking train wreck. He actually tried this backward, like, standing something and, and literally almost killed himself and Eddie. Eddie does take the W, and thank God nothing happened. Then we have Nakata. Nakata? N-A-G-A-T-A, Park? Nakata? Yuji Nakata? Is that how you pronounce that? Who cares? Right. Oh, he's facing Brian Danielson. And I care because it was a hell of a motherfucking match. Danielson does take the uh, pinfall after running knee, but they were great back and forth. And my hero and everyone else is Serena Deeb on my television against Robin Renegade. Uh, Deeb takes, takes her out, but the woman of a million holds displayed most of them in this match. I'm so happy she's back. Please put her in the picture as soon as possible. Then... We have an interesting match here, and I'm, uh, I will jump on my soapbox after y'all are done. We have House of Black versus FTR and Daniel Garcia. Now, this is a cage match. Now, this is the first time that it is an escape to win. Our, uh, excuse me, AEW has not done that before in the past, okay, period. Uh, WWE's kind of gotten rid of that because they said that blue cage, whoever got out first wins, forget pinfall, whatever. Allegedly, allegedly, this is because House of Black did not want to put over Mr. Garcia. Allegedly. Uh, but FTR and Garcia do take the W. 
uh, Garcia gets out right before Malachi. Um, and that ends our show, but does not end my soapbox. Can we fucking stop having people do podcasts or stuff on YouTube that sit there and say what I just mentioned that allegedly these people do not like to put over people and they're so pissed about putting over Garcia or whomever else that they want to leave and go back to WWE speaking specifically with Matthews and, and Mr. Black where thank you buddy Matthews coming out and burying just totally burying uh, Melzer. I love it. Uh, just don't say shit to see what fucking sticks on the wall. Have some, have some proof. And I would say proof just, you know, not just uh, randomly, Hey, look, we'll click on this because it says they're leaving. Malachi, excuse me, Buddy Matthews made it perfectly clear. They're happy where they're at. And they have another, was it 2027, JJ? Uh, yeah. They have another three years left. And they're not going anywhere. So fucking people, just don't say shit to say shit. Or we'll have a four-hour fucking podcast and I'm just going to spew shit all over the place. Brock, what do you think of this? Uh, what do you think of this whole card itself? And if you want to chime in on my soapbox. Uh, I mean, the, the the card itself was, like I said, it, it just seemed random as hell. <clears throat> um, but, you know, once again, they, you know, they had, you know, decent matches except for fucking Willie Mack and, and bro, when you're so gross that you make fucking Eddie Kingston look fit, then you're fucking, you don't need to be wrestling. And we're not fat shaming people. <coughs> but, um... <laughs> But you know, be like, <laughs> then you got fucking um, your shit, what you were talking about there, and it, supposedly, and, and Brody King was the first nigga to come out and, and talk wild shit about it. Like, nah, man, like this ain't what it's about. We ain't doing, we ain't doing none of that shit over here. And it, the thing about it is that you you never know what the source is that that Dave Meltzer and and Sean Ross Sapp and, and and guys like that have, and you know what I'm saying like they 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 might give them information that they feel is real, you know, because they fucking feel a certain way about them, without actually having any kind of concrete evidence to to back it up, and I think that that. If you're gonna be a journalist and and write about something, I was about to say journal about something. Uh, then definitely you should have some kind of facts to it. You know what I mean? Like some kind of, yo, know, I heard Malachi Black say this himself. You know, but mm -hmm. it is what it is. You know, it, it still it sparks all types of fucking you know reaction and innuendo and shit like that. I mean, it's what the dirt sheets are meant to do is, is to shake the shit up. So whatever. But And if I'm being honest with you, I would like to see the entire House of Black go to WWE. Yeah, but you're not. You're also not Uncle Dave and, and, and supposedly some of the other. And he's been in the industry forever. I get it. But it's like, just stop. Shut your fucking mouth, dude. Just You're throwing so much shit here. It's what we talked about two weeks ago, where I kept interrupting you motherfuckers, saying I had a, a news flash that Sonya Banks was going to sign with Championship Wrestling from Florida or fucking New Japan or whatever. I, I don't know. 
and I don't even have an inkling. So just uh, JJ, what you think of? Uh, or, or actually, let me backtrack to uh, Brock. Excuse me. So Brock, were you done with the card? Excuse me. With uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That is what. Yeah. Didn't want to interrupt that. Uh, JJ, what do you think of the card and the lack of responsibility of certain people when they say they are in the net? I'll be honest. I I could care less about the card. I just feel like, just like you guys said, they're kind of just you know throwing darts at a wall and and it's not sticking. It's just not sticking. Uh, but I definitely agree with, you know, it, journalism in general all across the board with everything needs to have more responsibility, but this is ridiculous. You know, this is people's livelihoods. This is people, um, you know, it's going to get people to hate house of black for things that don't even exist. You know what I mean? Um, And thinking about it, they've put over Daniel Garcia already two other times. You know what I'm saying? So that's yeah. big boy put him over. Remember that was his one. You know what too is that, I think that there's people within AEW, right, that have something against all these former WWE stars and just assume that they're all trying to leave, you know what I mean, now that, that, you know, certain things have happened, so they're just going to spit all this fucking garbage and they'll, they'll to anybody who listens, and, you know, Dave Meltzer is, is one of those dudes who will sit and listen to your fucking shit. And then he might even report it. You know what I mean? So not only that, I agree with that, but I, I was thinking I don't doubt that there's people out there who are trying to bring especially AEW down and they're just gonna say shit to say it, you know? Let's take them down. Let's just give this bogus ass report, um, you know, to make it look like a shittier company and just, you know, fuck them over. Yeah. Hey, can we stop, like, with attendance? I don't give a fuck what their attendance is. I don't give flying fucks. And it's hilarious months ago when this all started to transpire as far as people take allegedly, quote-unquote, pictures of half an arena that's empty. But then somebody would post another picture. No, this was actually an event six months ago from another federation or whatever. It's like, just <laughs> stop. Don't. I want both to be successful. I'd love TNA to be successful. New Japan. Bring me more, you know what I'm saying? That just but quality content. But I, I don't look, you know, I don't. I try not to look down on one versus the other. It's okay, you know. Sometimes AEW is a better product for a hiccup, and you know, you got WWE that's been doing it a hell of a lot fucking longer. So just, just stop with the fucking attendance bullshit. That's not my you problem. Know, that's Tony Khan's problem. That, they, what was it? Us. Don't care. Were they talking the other day that we saw something that? WWE was worth eight billion or ten or something like that, and um, uh, AW was worth two billion. Yeah, they're still worth money. They still have assets. And that's just it. If you consider a company that's been in 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 business for over forty years to be eight billion, and the other one who's brand new to be coming in so close, don't fucking look down on them. You know, they're they're trying. They're they're still a baby company. You know, and then again, everybody should be like, fuck yeah, more, you know, let, let's support all these companies so they can grow and we can have more badass matches and more entertainment. And then even when you look at a company like Impact or TNA now, you know what I mean? Like, 
for whatever, for however long that they were garbage, and, and, you know, we definitely have had our strong opinions about the fucking companies over the years. Um, the one thing that you got to give them is that they've survived, you know what I mean? Like, in, 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 a, in a situation where I thought that they would have folded a hundred times by now, they've managed to continue and, and, and put out product and have people, you know what I mean? And, and some... <clears throat> who, you know, eventually leave them for, for for greener pastures, but, you know, they still do their thing. And they, what I noticed is that I remember a few months ago when WWE set, did that last fucking uh, firing spree, I said, the first thing that I said is that if TNA was smart, they would grab up every single one of those people because, you know, to, to basically compete with the other companies, and it does look like that's exactly what they're doing. Because <clears throat> we've seen uh, Nick Nemeth, uh, a.k.a. Dolph Ziggler, make his debut there. Um, fucking, um, what was her name? Diana Brooks, or Dana Brooks, uh, make her yeah, debut. It looks like Mustafa Ali is going to show yep. up there too. So you know it, it's it's good for it's good for wrestling. It's all competition is always better for wrestling as a whole. And what and, and it looks like any other you know uh, competitive sport, which you know they might not compete within their federation like that because of, you know the outcomes are, are predetermined. But they are competing with the other <laughs> federations. There's going to be, you know, people who leave that team to go to another team, whether it be, you know, by choice or by trade or whatever the case may be. So it just makes wrestling better. That was the best part of, of the, the Monday Night Wars was watching who's going to show up on this show, who's going to leave that show and show up on this show, you know. I mean, so It was so good. Me and my buddy Billy, he had a big screen. Now we were more pro WWE, uh, he was. I, I, I'm on school NWA, but we'd have one TV on that, and we had a little 32 inch plug in and have that on uh, Nitro, you know, and it was great. It was fucking fantastic. But, and again, I didn't care at the time who, who, who quote unquote won the week. Uh, I didn't give a shit. But that's what pushed that other company to another level. So, because Raw's used to be taped, if you remember. And because of Eric Bischoff and them starting to, quote unquote leak what was gonna happen. It's like, oh shit. WWE's like, we gotta step it up. We gotta go live. We gotta we gotta bring some good content because we're getting you know, we're we're starting to lose the race. So and I don't care if it's if it's fucking TNA or whoever. Uh I, I those the that company's like a cockroach. You can't kill that bitch. Yeah. But man, it's is- don't want everybody to win. Don't want everybody to be good. So let's, let's talk about let's talk about the rumble. That's let's where we're talk at. About kids. The, rumble. Yeah, the rumble, kids. We're not fucking around. We're not taking prisoners. What I'd like to do, if it's okay with you guys, let's get rid of the actual two matches and then we'll talk about the rumble. Is that cool? Word. All right, Logan Paul, Kevin Owens. Boo! Um Logan wins because of a DQ because the nunchucks, nunchucks, I'm an idiot. Because the brass knuckles he was going to use on KO, KO stole from him, used it on Logan Paul. And then, unbelievably, 
a referee in wrestling saw that Kevin Owens had brass knucks on his hand and DQ'd him. Who the fuck leaves a bomb after that was hit dumb as fuck. No one's at, ever done that. He's been healed before a lot. He knows what to do with those things. But my thing is, it's fucking amazing. First of all, that the one of uh, Logan Paul's sidekick jabronis or whatever, they actually catch him in the act of jumping over the barricade. Security gets him, which I thought was hilarious because he's done this multiple times and never once even got a second look. And then the referee actually can see the brass knuckles. Like, these are people that have no vision. Logan Paul takes it. I don't. I don't give a fuck, uh, but it does hurt since we're going to talk about um, picks. That does hurt JJ because she was the one person that took KO. So um, do we want to go one by We'll just go one by one on this particular show, and then we'll go back to the other ones. Is that cool? Word. Well, word. What do you think of the match there, uh, Brock? I thought it sucked. Go ahead. I mean, it, it, you know what? It, it wasn't that bad of a match itself. Um, but it, I mean, it was, it, it was already weird that it came on after the, 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 the WWE championship match. Mm. There was a lot of scheduling there that I was wondering, like, what you the fuck were they thinking? But yeah, but you know, I, I think that, that it, it was a match that they, they probably rushed it because they, they, they had to give the WWE championship a certain amount of time plus the two rumbles. So this one was was probably given up to the 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 wrestling gods as as fodder for just you know it's gonna go as long as we can let it go and then it's gonna you know we're gonna fucking move on. So I was okay with with everything except for what was the point? Like how you gonna let yourself get caught with brass knuckles on? Like that's just fucking. Especially a dude that was a heel for a long time. You know what I'm saying? My only issue is if this is going to be his, you know, his, I don't know. It's the same thing that I feel about the Roman Reigns matches. You get tired of always seeing it's always the same shit, you know? You got the same person always coming in doing the same thing. That to me is I'm over that. I am over that. Over. Let's do something else. You know what I mean? I'm just saying in general. You know, I don't want to see another fucking match with fucking brass knucks and some fucking jabroni coming in and giving you the brass knucks. I, I just I don't want to see it again. You know. I don't want it. Now, supposedly Logan Paul is going to be on this week's SmackDown. I, I hope so. I don't think you should have both champions on Friday be absent champions. You got to have somebody in there doing something. All right. So let's talk about the second actual match match that was not part of a Royal Rumble portion. Roman Reigns retains his undisputed universal championship Thanks to Solo Skoa. Uh It looked like, again, that L.A. Knight, I think it was L.A. Knight, had the pin. Uh-uh. Here comes Solo for the distraction. Of course, it's the Fatal 4 way or whatever you want to term it. There are no fucking rules. Uh, he pulled the ref out of the ring, saving 
the tribal chief. Uh, this is it's fucking repetitive over and it's Groundhog's Day, just like JJ had said. I'm fucking tired of it. You know, it, I understand it, so I'm not that side of things is alright. But man, just fucking do something, man. I'm tired of this bullshit. JJ, go ahead. Uh, I. I'm just over it. I'm just. I'm over it. Take the fucking belt off of it already. You could have given it to any one of those three and had a fantastic champion for a while until Cody takes it. You know? I don't. His opponent from St. Petersburg, Florida, 231 pounds, Barry Horowitz. So we're back here. Turnbucks and Brass Nugs. We're talking about the Royal Rumble. The Rumble. We should be at the. I think we've discussed uh, the Roman. Have we? Have we finished with that? No, I don't think we touched on the. Well, I mean, we didn't. I said it sucked, and JJ, I think was was uh, on on point here, moving forward. I mean, but let's say that I mean the match itself wasn't all that bad. You know what I mean? Like the action was 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 worth watching. You know what I mean? It's just. It's just that still Solo had to be involved and that's the way that he won type shit. That kind of is like, ugh, but still. No, but it seemed like they elevated LA Knight a lot. They absolutely did. And then um, and I think we all said that uh, uh, AJ was taking the, taking the pen he did. And I think Randy looked pretty good too, man. You know what I'm saying? There was a couple of times there that you you swore <coughs> that one of them two niggas was gonna win. You were hoping anyway. Oh, I mean I wasn't, but Well, we all we all took Roman, not a surprise there. So you know, as of right now, two matches down, JJ's the only one with the loss with with uh, KO. So We'll get to the nitty gritty. Any other uh, any other uh, opinions on the four, fatal four way before we continue? No. All right. So the night starts off basically fantastically, in my opinion. They're going to go right into the women's natty. One, and they don't they don't mess around. WWE throws Naomi right out of the gate number two. So now these are two friends. They did have a nice little shaky, shaky hand moment, uh, but they they weren't playing around. They weren't hiding the uh, surprise, I guess. Now, uh, JJ returns here to the good graces of the picks because she did take Naomi as her surprise, where unfortunately, myself and Mr. Brock took uh, Sasha Banks. So, ouchie. Um, I tell you what, there's so much to talk about with this, but I'm going to, uh, again, they don't play games. Number five is Jordan Grace, my girl. I mean, that was very impressive. Uh, you know, and, and how that all went around the story about Triple H specifically asking and, and, and such. It was, it was solid. Now I will say this, I did take notes on each one, but I won't go through them all. Naomi, my, uh, she looked, I don't know if the moment got a hold of her a little bit. But she had some clumsy moments, especially early on. Yeah. Um, Bailey comes out number three. 
spoiler, that's our winner. Uh, what I did like uh, when uh, Jordan Grace comes out face to face with the woman she just took the TNA championship, they hug and then they start to knock each other out. I liked it. That was kind of cool. No, um, I, did, I mean let's okay. So let's let's be for real. You know what I mean? For one, the the women's Royal Rumble was a dozen times better than the men's Royal Rumble. <clears throat> I'm gonna agree. I'm gonna disagree. And then it was it was way more entertaining. Like, let me tell you that the tribal parrots enjoyed the fuck out of the women's battle uh, Royal Rumble. They enjoyed it a whole lot. I I I done. I know I did. Um, it had everything like, that the 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 Royal Rumble should have. It had surprise yeah. entrances, definitely way more than the the fucking men's Royal Rumble yeah. had. Um, it had a lot of, of of really cool spots. You know what I'm saying? The the Jordan Grace versus a bunch of different people was dope. The Jade Cargill versus a bunch of different people was great. The and, um, oh man, she was fantastic. The fucking uh, Chelsea Green spots where she kept getting squashed in between uh, oh, Piven and fucking really Nia Jax. Awesome. It, well, it was such good shit, man. Okay. You know, here's where this is what I say. I felt that the women's Royal Rumble started out rough as fuck, and again, I think, like uh, Steve said, you know, uh, Naomi probably was full of emotion. Um, Natalia, who's actually normally very good at, uh, you know, covering for other people, wasn't doing a great job. But I think once it started to build in, it, it really did great. I thought, I will say, you know, Piper Niven had great spots. Chelsea Green. Chelsea Green. And you started um, going back to doing it that way. I was probably, yes. Uh, Yes. I was like, yes, that's how you fucking say that, bitch. And I remember telling mommy about that shit that night. I was like, yo, the announcer usually announces her name, and she found that shit so funny. <laughs> it, you know, yeah. it was a lot of cool shit that 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 happened in the women's Royal Rumble. Uh, Bailey, but, you know, what I'm saying, uh, really doing her thing in that fucking shit. Um, no, it was great. Naya did fantastic. I was so proud of her. And you know what? Fuck what everybody says. She has done a phenomenal job coming back and really stepping up. No, they up said it. Michael Cole said it that night. Is that like, yo, Nia Jax has looked better than she's ever looked since she came back. Yeah, absolutely. She's looking so much more fluid, more confident, really doing a good job, um, working well with other people, it seems like, and and I, everybody knows I am not a fan of, um, what's her name, babe? Cargill. I'm not a fan of Jade Cargill, but I thought even she looked fantastic. Whatever they did with her in the performance center was what she needed because she, she looked amazing. Smooth. That spot with her and um, Bianca um, pressing those chicks, it looked so good. Just all of it. She looked it really did. good. Ivy Niles looked good. She it was her and Jordan Grace that had the two women up for suplexes just standing there looking at each other. Yeah. Yes. Um, yes. You know, that's what I'm saying. Jordan Grace had a couple yeah. of she had a spot with her. She had a spot with Bianca. 
Cargill had a spot with Bianca. She had her thing with with Nia. Uh, Becky's Dude, face when she threw out when she threw out Nia Jax was the funniest <laughs> fucking thing. She just like, oh, what was more impressive than the throw out was first she picked her up the first time and basically slammed her straight back down, but she held her. It wasn't like some whimsical, you know. Oh, I just got her out and made slam her down. No, she held her. Secondly, I'm gonna have to give Nia Jax a little credit here. Because the body slam, it looked was supposed to be closer to the ropes. Yeah. And Naya reached out, grabbed the ropes, and pulled the pulled them toward the ropes. So I gotta give her some credit there. Because that slam was supposed to be a lot closer where she didn't have to do that. But and, and then the way she didn't uh, hurt her whole that was another thing. <laughs> and then and then Cargill t- ends up taking out Becky. By using Naomi. When she, it was almost like a reverse 619 that takes Becky out. But you're right. The Facebook special Becky had, I thought, was so fucking good. At the, at the end of the day, though, I think we all had a general idea, you know, that I'm, it's not time. But I'm going to go, JJ. Whatever the performance center has done. Now, again, we're seeing a, this is a good match to put her in. And when I say her, Cargill. Because... She doesn't have to carry the match. There's 29 others or however many's there. So right. I thought they did a great job. And um, how, if and how they book her for WrestleMania is going to be very, they're going to have to tread very carefully on how they do it. But it's, it's got to be Belair, I think. They said, but I mean, see, they that's still, just it. I don't think Belair is qualified enough to carry her like that. Correct. Yet. Correct. Oh, I'm not saying whether it's, but yeah, I'm just saying I think it's going to be Belair. And I think the the obvious choice, if you were booking it, booking it was would actually be <laughs> her versus Nia Jax. I think that would be the the more like Hulk Hogan could, versus Andre be. the Giant shit. But again, Nia is definitely not skilled enough to carry a a, a match like that. She really needs a, a, a Bailey or a fucking uh, what's what's my boo's name? Um, which boo, dude? You no, no, she's not even really my boo. I'm just calling her my boo right now. But Becky, Liv Morgan, Liv Morgan is... could help carry her though. Liv Morgan is pretty good at carrying people, and I'm not a Liv Morgan fan. No, you're not. Liv Morgan looked slower. She was high. <laughs> I feel bad for Liv Morgan. She drew 30. Oh, yeah, quote unquote, drew 30. Everybody wanted wanted to be somebody else. Sasha Banks. And when it ended up being her coming back, I felt that was they put her in a bad spot. Because it's her comeback from injury. Yet everybody reminded me when um Ray <laughs> came out number 30 and everybody wanted it to be Daniel Bryan back in the day. Yeah. And they were actually booing Ray a little bit because they wanted it to be Daniel Bryan and it wasn't. Yeah. So she was in a she was in a tough spot. But she again finished second for the second year in a row. Um I, I enjoyed it. I really I liked I think they gave so many good spots, these ladies, and, and they, they did a fantastic job. Um I do like the fact that they are storytelling a little bit because the Former tag team champs with uh, Carter and Chance help eliminate the the uh, Warriors, the the new champs. So I thought that was good. Yeah, I keep on wanting to say Bukaki Warriors, but whatever. 
So, and, and even that, they brought them in, and, and Bailey was like, "What the fuck? What are you doing?" Here? You know. That was gonna yeah, I was gonna get that. She was Bailey's like, "Uh, fuck, guys! Like, uh, I didn't know you were you're gonna be here." And but Bailey stuck to her normal. She saved Oscar a couple times during the match. Mm-hmm. So, but but at the end of the day, again, it was it was uh it was Bailey, which unfortunately just Jesse she had Becky. Brock and myself had Bailey. Now, why did we take like? Oh, you know what? What, what did we ask? Like, what second place would be? Yeah. Well, we all blew that one up because Brock and I had Bailey winning with Becky coming in second. JJ had Becky winning with Bailey coming in second. So we all kind of missed the fucking boat on that one. And again, like I said, the surprise, banks, banks for me and Brock. JJ had uh, had the correct answer with Naomi. But I liked it. Now, now before we this. before we go any further, you know what I'm saying? Better. Better. Because and it's only because of what I'm watching right now. The question is now, where does this lead WWE and TNA going forward? You know what I mean? Second year in a row that they have a TNA, the TNA Women's Champion um, yep. appearing in their Royal Rumble, and they definitely made a bigger deal about her and being with TNA and referencing TNA mm-hmm. a whole lot more than they did last year. Oh, I think now that Vince is completely gone, they're going to definitely change a lot of things. One of which is, you know, for the lack of saying it, but opening those forbidden doors, you know, those. Uh, which Did I you know notice how he talked shit about it at, 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 the, at the conference? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why I was saying it that way. Calm down. <laughs> Oh my god. The flame, the flame. So it's it, it's it's very interesting and then you know like like um for my obligatory uh TNA reference, uh apparently next week she's gonna team with Trinity still. That would be interesting. <laughs> From what I had read, Trinity still has an obligation or two to TNA still, um, but was gonna finish and then go fully to WWE. And she's definitely signed with WWE because they, they made reference of it throughout the night, you know what I mean? That she was back, and even he said, Welcome back, and everything like that. So she's there's not a question of, of whether she signed with TNA or not. She definitely, I mean, with right. WWE or not, she definitely is. So the fact that, they, that she's still doing dates with with TNA and stuff like that is interesting. Um, I wish you know, it, you know the thing about it is that, and no offense to TNA or maybe offense to TNA, I don't want to give a shit. But the roster now is not the roster that if I was WWE, I'd want to fuck with. You know what I mean? Like if if you was if you was telling me like uh, fifteen years ago. When AJ Styles and, and oh, Christopher Daniels and Samoa, Samoa Joe was fucking Jesus. running the fucking show, then I would have said, "Oh man, this is definitely well, this Dear is money. awesome." Yeah, 
so the roster right now isn't the greatest of, of maybe a couple of the ladies. To be honest with you, would I wouldn't mind seeing in WWE, but there's, there's nobody on the on the man's roster with the exception of maybe Moose and maybe a couple a handful of other cats. You know what I mean? It's just not the the. Ooh, this is good. Now the only thing is that that makes it really interesting to me, which you know ties back to something else, is that there's you know what I'm saying. There's almost a feeling that Okada might sign with TNA as opposed to the other promotions. But then that's being said, if there's a working relationship between these two companies, then there, there might be a chance for us to see Okada do work in WWE, which would be fucking dope. So I mean, there's a lot of uh, of intrigue that is that is started with that women's battle royal. You know what I mean? The the women's excuse me, Royal Rumble. You know what I mean? There's the TNA <laughs> shit. There's the Jay Cargill shit. There's fucking you know <clears throat> how they go forward with a couple of the other women in the wrestling. And, and another thing that and Bailey made mention to it in the fucking uh, the 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 press conference too is that. They have so many, like, uh, current female wrestlers on the roster to highlight that there weren't any legends in this fucking Royal Rumble. No, I was going to say. I said the same thing, actually. I said it's cool that they didn't have to bring in any of the. And I don't want to say it like that, the old farts, you know, but um, people that unnecessaries, you know what I mean? Just. It was nice, and let me tell you. Um, tell speaking of, uh, what's her name, honey? The the blonde girl, Tiffany Stratton. Um, okay. Man, did she show the fuck out! I I'm so proud of her. She did. Well, you know who else showed out? Selena Vega. Yeah, she did. Selena Vega showed the fuck out too, man. <clears throat> Had a couple of really nice spots. So, you know, the, the women's division in, in WWE is very, very strong. It, like I said, it, it ruled the night that night. For me, the women's Royal Rumble was by far the best, the highlight of the night. I, I'm not going to disagree, but let's talk about the men, shan't we? Oh, by the way, I did enjoy the fact that the start of the show, Pat McAfee's back at the announce table. We're going to talk more about him in a little bit. Um and I loved his banter with him, between him and Corey Graves. I thought that was fantastic. Um, and and the banter with uh, uh, Michael Cole too was just great. I love it. So we start off this uh, Men's Royal Rumble kind of reminded me of ten years ago or so, where Demolition drew one and two. But this case, we get the Usos in the same ring, mm. same time. Jay and Jimmy. Um, I didn't mind that too much. Uh, again, I hope this leads to something in the future. Um, but I, I did not mind that uh, one and two right out of the gate. Then we not have, at all, man. And, and I, you know, I'm just going to interject on you, Scuba Steve, just a couple of times here, man. Yeah, it, I liked it a whole lot. You know what I mean? And to watch them go at each other, kid, and, and, and see what they could do in a match together – Leads it to be very intriguing to find to see them do an actual singles match against each other, and that worries though, me. though the fucking the tribal uh, the tribal bomb was not okay with brothers fighting. 
<laughs> Why? She was. She should have been used to it the way we used to fucking go at it. Well, I mean, she didn't. I maybe that's she. She had fucking flashbacks of us or something, but she didn't. She didn't like the fact that they were fighting each other. But I thought that they, yo, and and shout outs to Jimmy in this one too because like the facial expressions that he was giving during the stand down was really what what fucking took it there for me. I wish he had lasted longer. That's what she said. Somebody had mentioned that once other people came in, they didn't go at it, but they did. And there was a lot of spots where if you were watching, Jimmy actually was pulling people to come fuck up. JJ took a fucking beating throughout that. Yeah. It, it it made him look kind of corny, but at the same time, it was funny. But you know, what I'm saying like he was definitely trying. To, he would try to fucking get with everybody. You know what I mean? Like forming an alliance with everybody. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying about uh, getting that fucking Jay, and then they would always turn on him and shit and make him look stupid. Yeah. But he was, you know, he was a good character in that Rumble, and it's a shame he didn't last longer. That's true, and 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 I. Want to apologize? I'm backtracking for a moment. One of the best spots in the women's was our fucking truth. Oh shit! For, we forgot number, all about our no, fucking no, truth. Number thirty happened to be uh, Valhalla. Horns and all. I'm just trying to understand. Like Michael Cole's going nuts when her music hit. Like, please have the antlers. Please have the antlers. I, yes. Didn't he have a fucking? He busted nut in his pants. I'm like, what the did I miss fuck? Smackdown. Like, I didn't. I didn't. I don't know what the fuck, but. Then all of a sudden she's walking down ominously, like, and then here comes Truce music. He runs into the ring, pretty much face to face with Night Jack. Looks around and he's like, "Where are all the guys at?" <laughs> so Naya throws him out, and here comes Adam Pierce, and he's like, "This is not the men's rumble; it's the women." You're out, and he points at Valhalla. You're in. Valhalla gets in the ring and just gets thrown right the fucking back out by Dia Jax. And then she starts trying to tear into our truth. I thought that was fantastic. This is fucking, he gets even better when we talk about the men, but I thought that was fucking fantastic. That, I really did. I thought that was great. Here's, here's the one thing I, I was a little confused about. I thought that that would mean that he, was, he drew number 30 in the men's. And his confusion was just time, right? But he didn't draw uh, number 30. Valhalla wasn't number 30. Yes, she was. No, she wasn't. Oh, no, 29. I'm so sorry. Excuse me. Was she 29? I thought she was like 23 or something. Let's take a peek here. Valhalla. Um, She was number... Actually, my apologies. How about number 24? No, it was close. So they did at least in continuity with that. But we'll get to the truth in a little bit. But I thought that was fucking, this guy is gold, you know. But uh, so. No, you can tell that he's having so much fucking fun, too. You know, like he even fucking in, deserves it. When you see all the interviews that he does on the side and shit, like he, you can tell he's having a real fucking good time with it. So. Did you see the one that I sent you guys where there the guy tells him, I think that you're oh, just geez. letting on and you're a lot smarter than you say. And he's like, no, I'm a few uh, screws short of a whatever, or, you know. I laughed so hard with him. Like, he's just, he really That was Carl Rostap that he was talking to. Yeah. Yes, he was. 
No, I, I think I'm so happy. I'm glad he's back from injury and he looks healthy as ever. Um, but, but yeah, he. Uh, if it wasn't for his hairline receding, which it totally is, and <coughs> my nigga, you know what I mean? Do something. <coughs> um, other than that, bro, you know what I mean? You could, you couldn't tell our truth from fucking 10, 20 years ago to him now. He looks exactly the fucking same. He really does. He does. So, well, so we got Jimmy J, we got uh, Waller, but then we have the only surprise entrant in the men's as far as I'm concerned. Andrade's back. And uh, he, he... With a dope-ass mask. Let me tell you, the fucking say, mask was, was fucking shit. Was nice. That shit was badass. But, uh, no, he is our uh, our special. And, and I bring this up not only because I'm so glad he's back, but also that gives Jesse the W with our picks of the surprise. I had Big E. Rock had Okada. So good job to JJ. Um, but that's I mean, fucking yeah, and, and that's strike one for the men's Royal Rumble is that this was the only surprise entrant. Like it was kind of like a, I was I don't want to say boring. It wasn't boring. Uh, I was pissed off that they gave no inkling to um, Kofi Kingston doing another miraculous save. Exactly, which he's famous for. Yes. He was just flat out thrown the fuck out. Sweet. Like quickly too, you know what I mean? Like yeah. without fucking regard. And I've got a I've, I've got a problem because when bot when Karrion Cross gets <coughs> but then helps eliminate Bobby, they need to have fucking rule. Once you're eliminated, you can't do anything. Get yes. the fuck out. I am sick and motherfucking tired of that bullshit. Now of course what this did though, it did allow the, the troops, if you will. To the, the two factions to kind of fight back up the uh, walkway, if you will. But I am fighting, whether it's Hulk Hogan pulling Sid Justice over the top, or uh, so many fucking times that somebody eliminated gets involved in eliminating somebody else. Yeah, you know? no. They should, should call it the sour grapes rule. Oh, I like that. I like grapes. Like you can't, you know what I'm saying? Once you're eliminated, you have no power to eliminate nobody. You know what I mean? As a matter of fact, they should make it to the rule that the only way to eliminate somebody is to be an active participant in the fucking Royal Rumble. Once you've been eliminated, you're out of there. So you could yeah. toss anybody out the, and they're not eliminated. I couldn't agree more. Now, the, the fun the fun kind of begins somewhat. Omos is in the match that I could give two fucks about, but the funny let's, let's let's t- let's talk about that that old the, the Omos and the Pat McAfee are two wasted fucking spots <laughs> that they could have done a thousand different things with, man. You know what I mean? I you know what I like <coughs> McAfee spot. No I man, thought. fuck Pat McAfee, bro. He's not hey, a hey, fucking wrestler. I will he's, over there and kick your. He's ass. not even that fucking great of an announcer. If I'm fucking being honest Ooh. with y'all niggas. Oh man. my god! Okay, he, I, to be honest with you, he wasn't good last that, on the Royal Rumble, and no, the other night no, he wasn't no. good either. Here's the problem: he hasn't studied at all because he didn't. He admitted himself he didn't know half the motherfuckers in the matches. Though he did say funny shit, you know what I'm saying? Like that, I will give. Man, but maybe, and maybe it's because of that day he had. He was just fucking flying off the the. He was the state he of his was pants and told shit. He was going to be in the Rumble. 
his music hit, and he looks at Michael Cole like, "What the fuck?" He had to know because he, he looked. Nah. You saw how he went in and he literally said, "Nah, man," and he and he dipped nah, out. He, he it was. I mean, ultimately, in cowboy boots. And yeah, because he knew that he was going to pull that spot. It's just like when JBL went in, knowing that he was going to get kicked right out. That's why he didn't fucking come and get. He stood in his fucking suit. in his suit. You know what I mean? They, 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 he definitely knew, but. It, 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 for what, man? You know what I mean? It didn't prove or solve or, or highlight or fucking help anybody. And I was wrong. I actually immediately thought that that spot was the Brock spot. But it was not. It was Braun Breaker that allegedly took the spot of Brock Lesnar. And well, shout out to both at- Braun Breaker and uh, Carmelo Hayes. Dude, here. yes. Rob Raker was a badass. He, was he really did. He took, you know what? He took, Jimmy. He got a fucking uh, a shot that he wasn't expecting, and that motherfucker took full advantage of he, that fucking opportunity. Amen. He, he really, and again, he's another wrestler that I do not like. I'm not a fan of his at all. I don't think he's that talented. But man, did he take it and run with it and do a phenomenal job. I will give him all the fucking powers and all the credit he's due. He yes. did a great job. Now, and this this was fucking great about this, though, is what you find out afterwards, right? So uh, we've all heard that. So he literally took uh, Brock's spot, you know what I mean? Meaning every spot that he did, considering everybody that he eliminated and everybody and who he was eliminated by, it was the 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 to the letter of what Brock Lesnar was supposed to do, yes. which weird? means that they were setting yeah. up for a dominant Mysterio Brock Lesnar match, and, and and this is what makes you like, oh man, I would have loved to have seen that. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's one of those things. Like if I, I, if somebody had told you it, you would have been like, ah, that sounds like the stupidest thing on the earth. But then when you think about it and said, man, I would have loved to fucking seen that. You well, know what I mean? Like, think about it. We had seen it before when Dominic was with his dad yeah. and first starting. Can you imagine seeing it now that Dominic has Dominic has grown so fucking much. And what an opportunity for Dominic at that too. You know what I mean? Like really at the end of the day it was something that was going to fucking take Dominic to a whole different stratosphere even being in the ring with fucking Brock Lesnar. So unfortunately Brock Lesnar is a sex pervert with Baltimore. Allegedly. Allegedly. And you know it is what it is. But yeah, no, uh Braun Breaker definitely showed out. Um the the fucking here's where fucking uh the truth comes in again and fucking makes the fucking spectacle when he did the tag and the motherfucker tagged him in. That was the best shit. Is that nothing there was a pop not that he asked to be tagged in, that's one thing. But that the motherfucker did eventually tag him in. Well, he just said, fuck it, I'll, I'll tag you in, whatever, just help me. You know? I need help, yeah, you know what I yeah. mean? I, I need help, fuck it, tag him. Because McDonough had gotten speared by uh, Braun Breaker before he reached the ring. So here comes R-Truth, throws him in the ring so he can get immediately thrown out. And then the, the hot, the, now the announcers did a great job. They're like, it was unbelievable. They were even chuckling like, does he even know what he's doing? This is the first ever tag in Royal Rumble history. 
And <laughs> the first hot tag. That's fucking And the crowd great, fucking loved it. But then our last couple here, Priest comes in at 26, Punk 27, Ricochet 28, Drew McIntyre 29, and Sami Zayn draws number 30. But our champion drew number 15. Okay. So did you guys notice Sami Zayn also kind of got booed like, oh, we didn't like. Because that's the, I would, as would, you know, I, I tell you, I got so upset watching this fucking shit when Omas came out, when Pat McAfee came out, and when Sami Zayn, nothing against Sami Zayn, but man, you know what I'm saying? Like, they, they needed somebody else, like an Okada or a fucking somebody to fucking blow the roof off this fucking joint. And they just kind of fizzled. You know, it, it was just like a... Mm. Wow. Now, that being said, <coughs> the, the, the the last few <coughs> few sequences... What, are we having a cough-off? I guess. Fucking... I think we're really, really done well. And which ultimately led to, you know, saying the, the right winner... But definitely left doubt in your mind that it was going to happen, especially with Gunther still around, CM Punk hanging around. Now, I think that it sucks the reality of the situation. And I wonder, you know, what the how they fucking went about this because there's nothing that tells me that they just said, "Yo, fuck it, we're going to do it like this." Because it it sucks in the reality that the person who you know really had something against him was the one that injured him. And I'm sure, 100% sure that in reality, that man was very apologetic about it. I I have no doubt in my mind that behind the scenes, he said, yo, man, I'm so sorry that I injured you and everything like that. I didn't mean to. I'm sure that there, there was nothing intentional about that. You know, shit fucking happens. And if we're being honest, the, the last couple of years, this man seems very frail. Now, who are you speaking of? CM Punk. Yeah, that, I mean, and it's the opposite. So, and so, I wonder who, who there came together and said, yo, let's use this as an angle Tomorrow night, you know what I mean? Uh, we're, I'm gonna get to that rock. we're gonna get to that. Right, right, right. But I'm just saying, like, it, it's it's just something that that weighed heavily on me. But yeah, so the 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 way that Drew got kicked out uh, got kicked out of the, the Rumble was was great because it just continues his fucking descent into that madness of yo, like I'm being screwed over here. You know what I'm saying? Uh, very similar to Bret Hart when he fucking turned heel that last time was, you know, over being screwed all the time. The Punk and um, the Punk and Cody shit was really fucking good. And it makes you, it, it, it puts you in a situation where it's like, man, you know what? I, I now want to see fucking Punk and Cody at some point. Yeah, absolutely. So I had a wild idea. What if CM Punk really isn't injured? They just saw him, hey, fake the injury for a little bit because we need to pivot. We need to put um, Cody and 
and Seth, and we need to put Roman and Rock. Uh, that's a pretty that's a pretty uh, aggressive pivot. Yeah, and especially there's there's footage because they still could have done Gunther and fucking yeah. Seth and and left Cody and this nigga alone. I don't know why they really did that, and time will tell why they did it. But as of now, it doesn't make any fucking sense for me because I I would if if let's say Seth, we're assuming that that Punk is legitimately injured and it's not no kayfabe injury. Which which none of the reports seems to say that it is, then they still because there were still reports of changing it to Gunther and and Seth, which would still be okay. Like I was like, oh, okay, but then what are you gonna do with Cody? <clears throat> he goes after Roman like he was planning. But if not, if they're gonna put Roman against the Rock, but you forget plan. that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like you, yeah, if, but not if the Rock is pushing for it. You know they're gonna fucking give in to the Rock. The Rock has his fucking balls set on that. Yeah, but there's okay. Here's the thing: The Rock may be pushing for it, but you know what I'm saying it's the overall company that has to say. And if there's more money to be made, which there, I would imagine there is, in Australia and or Saudi Arabia, then Philadelphia at WrestleMania, that's the way that they're gonna go. And I think that that story wise line way. It, it makes more sense too. I would. I've be- always said. I've always <clears throat> said to you and me have have fucking butted heads on that shit several times. But I think that the only way for for Cody to finish the story is against Roman to get the WWE title to win. And and the shit that this nigga Seth said was 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 good and it was impassioned and everything like that. But it was bullshit to what story this nigga was trying to tell because the the title that you're offering him is a title that his father already won once. You know what I'm saying? His father's already had that belt. The whole point of the fucking story was to get the WWE title, which was the one that he didn't get because fucking... And he wrestled for it. You know what I mean? He wrestled um, Billy Graham several times in Madison Square Garden. For that WWE championship. And you know what I mean? He should have won one because it was a bullshit like a count out or a disqualification or something like that. But the point was to get the WWE championship. So to face Seth and win that belt doesn't finish the story that he originally came in telling. I don't think so. I know you don't, but there's no, you don't have any fucking sensical reason to say why. Because you're wrong. That's that's what an older sister tells you tells her younger sibling when she knows they're right, but she doesn't want to admit it. No, I just don't have anything right now. I'll come back to it eventually, but I don't have anything. If she has to think about it, she knows she's wrong. No, I just got to go through my rolodex of thoughts and memories. Okay. Okay. Any hoozles. So that, that ends our Royal Rumble. And, uh... You know what? So it wasn't the greatest Royal Rumble by any means. It was definitely the greatest women's Royal Rumble so far. Um, but ultimately, the overall show 
put us in the positions where we thought we should be. Bailey, Cody, Roman. So, you know what I mean? I give it a B. Can I give it a C? I also give it a C. And uh, uh, so give my, I give my, and I are tied, by the way. Yeah, y'all two tied five and three. I come out. How the fuck did you still lose, Christine? I had she she had... seemed. She seemed like she was like the, the the story that you were telling made it seem like she was gonna fucking end up losing this one, and you still end up losing. Punk fucked me. I had him winning it. Cody. I had Cody coming in second. You both had Punk second, so I fucked there. And then my surprise guy was Big E, and she had Andrade. Andrade. So. Yeah, I got, I got fucking, I got screwed. I got fucked in the drops. I got fucked in the. I've got a big hill to climb here. I'm down two already. So what? At the only oh, oh he's got two. Okay, never mind. I was like, but what, I shouldn't I be ahead of Brock too? But no, he had yeah. another two that I didn't yes, have. Yes, he had Logan Paul and he had. Uh, You're not challenged, Bailey. You're not challenged. Okay. All right. All right. So we're gonna have the raw after. The Royal Rumble. We're gonna start off with uh, Punk out there. I I think he's legit. He was talking about a he spent some time with a friend of his who has cancer, and that's a big deal. Not him having a torn tricep. That's not a big deal. Versus he's such he a did. good fucking promo. Man, can we no, give him no, his fucking props, man? You I just said it was a good promo. What the fuck, dude? I was sitting there, you fucking hypocrite. You fucking piece of shit. You fucking hypocrite. The whole fucking time I'm sitting there, you fucking hypocrite. This is fucking karma for being such a fucking hypocrite. <coughs> You're a piece of shit the whole fucking time. Because he is so good at talking shit that so many fucking dumbass marks buy his bullshit when you should be sitting there thinking, you're so fucking full of shit. Now all of a sudden, because you got your fucking tail between your legs, because you are a piece of shit, you want to come here and, oh no, don't feel bad for me. Feel bad for this guy with cancer. But why the fuck wouldn't he just, that's just the, why wouldn't that just be how he fucking is dealing with uh, this, remember <laughs> that this man literally came into and, and he knew that he was going to fucking at least if he wasn't the world, the Royal, because I feel like he, they, they knew that he wasn't going to win the Royal Rumble, but he was going to be the main event of night one. Uh, and, and having the two nights thing would give him the opportunity to do what he's been saying he's wanted to do since he was a little boy. You know what I mean? And so now he has to, and the, the fucking shitty ass luck of this type of shit getting injured right before the, right before he was about to achieve that goal, this motherfucker got injured. You know, funny enough, I was saying today, I was seeing Mockley had said a while back, he's a weak minded, weak bodied, uh, <laughs> weak something else. And I'm like, you know what, Mox, I'm not a fan of you, but you're right. I completely agree. <clears throat> I don't know about weak-minded, but weak-bodied, apparently, it seems like he may be. You know yeah, what I mean? He's like, weak-minded, too. He's a weak-minded, 
No, because he's no like you just want to hate on, but Jesse, you can't tell me that that fucking promo, the the promo, every promo that he's done since returning to wrestling has been really fucking good. And that's not to discount the promo, the old promos that we love, like the pipe bomb, or to me when the the promo that he did against the Rock was one of the fucking. He said some of the illest shit that's ever been said by a wrestler in that fucking promo. Because you buy into his fucking bullshit. It's not about buying into bullshit. It's about I've watched wrestling and I've seen great promos my whole entire life and I know one when I see one. Here one. Thank you. I think you're a caca head and you don't know nothing. Caca. You just love him and I hate. Well, I think that you're a fucking cock head. You don't know what you're talking about, and you're just talking shit because you hate him. Honey, what do you think? <coughs> I'm sorry, hey. you guys are breaking up. What's up? Say, <laughs> so what do you think? I'm not a fan of his. I'll tell you that much. But the, the promos he does, there, there, there's some that are fantastic. Some are. Okay, but he, he this one was uh, on fire. So, I mean, and we didn't even get to the good part. No, and then fucking, then a whole other dude comes in and like, I almost like started when he started his shit, right? So when Drew McIntyre walks into the ring and he starts talking his shit and I'm almost thinking... He's about to fucking like make amends to this with this man right in the ring, and that's gonna move to the next shit. And this nigga left turned it like a douche and said, I prayed that you were just good. Like he said things that I was like, oh my god, you how the fuck do you say this? But and that's great also, you know what I'm saying? It's so fucked up to of a thing to have said to somebody. Especially knowing that because the world knows that there's like a, a, a like definitely something real behind the scenes between these two men. I and now enjoyed it. You said what? I enjoyed it. I imagine you would have. I, the whole time he was saying, I was like, "Yo, she's probably fucking losing her shit right now." I'm saying, "Yeah, nigga, say that shit to that nigga." <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I was quite excited about it. Um, she, she had no problem. No, and I'm not a Drew McIntyre fan in the least. Like, I'm, I'm hoping he fucking... No, I, who the fuck are you? I was starting to think, but not a Moxley fan, not a McIntyre fan, not a CM Punk fan. Not a Cody Rhodes fan, not a Jericho fan. Who the fuck do you like, man? I don't know. Not a lot of people, to be honest, now that I think about it. I like Which is... You like Kip Saban, apparently. I like... uh, You know, I love my uh, Brian Danielson or Daniel Bryan. What are you doing? Um, putting cookies. Jesus Christ! All right. So let's continue with Raw. Please. 
All right. So we're going to run through and then we'll backtrack as we discussed before Brock. All right. So we're going to go ahead and have what I consider right now possibly the best tag team match in 2024. Um, DIY versus the undisputed WWE Tag Team Champions of Judgment Day. This match was fucking fantastic. There was a little powwow meeting beforehand with uh, the leader, Rhea. They need to lay down the law, and they fucking did. This match was great. A clean win for Judgment Day. Uh, this was great. It then ends up afterwards, the Judgment Day's in the ring. Uh, McDonough and Dirty Dom. They call out Mr. Truth. And uh, Free said, just come on in. I'm not going to touch you, which I wouldn't have gone in there because he, there's four of them. But they end up beating the shit out of R-Truth for super heat. And Miz comes in for the win. But, again, his math skills suck ass also, so he gets his ass whooped. Then our next match is Zoe Stark, Shayna Baszler, Piper Niven, and Chelsea Green. Um, this match hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Jesse, do that shit real quick. Chelsea yes. Green. I'll allow it. I will allow it. Um, you know, it's they're pushing the tag team finally. You know, as far as um, uh, sorry, the uh, they're having more tag team ladies matches. Can they have more than two and a half minutes? I mean, that would be kind of nice. You know, it looks like they're actually paying attention to the division, but if you're only giving them two to three minutes at a time, it sucks. Cody Rhodes comes out, and which could be the promo of the fucking year. Where, again, he's going to go ahead and point to the sign, and he's going to take on Roman to finish his story. Yet, uh, Seth Rollins has other ideas. He's trying to convince Cody that he should go for his title, based on the fact that it's a Wordman's title. But I would say that if you want to elevate a belt, you should try to elevate the Roman one, since he's never on TV. But good back and forth between the two. Cody says he'll think about it. we got Jey Uso. Versus Bronson Reed. Bronson's pissed because Jay kind of mentioned he wants the Intercontinental title shot. And Bronson says he deserves it. It was good back and forth. Uh, Uso does take the W. Kobe Kingston gets a title shot here against the best uh, Intercontinental champion of all time. Uh, couldn't quite understand the philosophy of why he got a title shot. Because I don't remember the last single match that uh, Kofi's really won. But it was a nice little match, uh, big man, little man stuff, which they did perfectly. Uh, then we have another tag team match up here for the belts. We have Tegan Knox and Natalia versus the Kabuki Warriors, which, of course, the Kabuki Warriors do win. And then afterwards, uh, Bailey is about to announce who she's going to take on. Rhea interrupts. That's not a good idea if you do this. But then Nia Jax destroys the champ, Rhea Ripley. Corners Bailey, damage still bails on her ass, and basically says you better make a very good decision because Rhea's not going to be the champ. I am after uh, Elimination Chamber. So uh, then you see a nice little look from EO Sky. So we'll see what happens. Then we have our main event, Sami Zayn versus Drew McIntyre. This is stemming from the uh, promo earlier where Sami did come make the save for Mr. CM Punk. Uh, but again, uh, McIntyre takes the W just like he did the last time they play. Or they, they face each other. Um, but it, the match itself is okay. I just Again, we're just going to keep regurgitating, I guess. Uh, Brock, talk to me about Monday Night Raw. 
All right. So. I like it. So, so sorry. <laughs> the fucking. Uh, the interaction between Drew and, and, and Punk was fucking. Uh, it was next level. Um. The shit with Seth and and Cody was was fucking. What's funny is to watch a crowd flip based off of what a nigga just fucking had to say, right? So when Seth had proposed the the fucking the match to to Cody, you heard the crowd literally go, "No, no, no, no." And by the end of his fucking speech, they were like, okay, yes, yes. You know what I mean? Like, he literally fucking flipped the crowd that night. Um, Okay, so think about this. They don't get along in real life. The sincerity in his voice, the way he... His speech was fucking totally from the heart, kid. It, it was immaculate. It was absolutely immaculate. It was, I wanted to fucking jump in the ring and say, I'll go. I'll Top tier it, work. You know? Top I, fucking tier work. And if, if I wasn't, and once again, you know what I mean? If I wasn't such a, a, a proponent of the fact that to finish his story, it has to be Roman. I would have been like, yeah, no, I'll totally do that shit, bro. You know what I mean? He just fucking sold the belt to you right now. And there's fucking uh, the only thing that 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 fucks it up too is that in another in another fucking uh, podcast that brought it up was that now you put us in a position that if you pick <coughs> Seth's belt, it kind of shits on the WWE title. If you pick the WWE title, it kind of shits on the, the world title. So you put us in a real shitty position. Yeah. The only way that I can see good getting out of it, and Triple H, I know you're one of the fucking six that listen to us. Um, just have him come out and say <clears throat> that he's 100% right that this is the workman's title and... and the title should be defended all the time, and that's exactly why I gotta take this nigga's belt so that these fucking fans have two niggas doing that shit instead of just one. Bing, bang, bing, bang, boom. That's how you do it. Um, that, I don't, you know, but if it sits on Roman's belt, Maybe that'll be the push to say, fuck it, we need to get that belt off Roman. You know what I mean? But, I mean, they, they, their whole thing with Roman, and, and it, once again, it makes perfect sense. The two things that they're trying to accomplish with Roman is to, to kind of fucking not be so beholden to some of the fucking the, the older stars like Hulk Hogan and shit like that so that somebody's got to fucking beat these records. You know what I mean? They can't just fucking... It can't oh it can't be Bruno San Martino from the fucking sixties for all eternity. You know what I'm saying? At Let some point, why not? Some, why can't it go down in history as the Because the, the the records are meant to be broken, Jesse. You know what I'm saying? That's exactly what the fuck they're there to. You know what I'm saying? So somebody can fucking eventually break the <laughs> motherfuckers. You know what I mean? That's why. You know what I mean? So I get that. You know what I mean? Let the man be the late great legend that he was. 
and and leave it at that. Damn, it was, were, but to say that nobody in wrestling is going to be as good as he was is fucking ridiculous. And then the second thing that they're trying to accomplish is to make a heel that people won't fucking turn on after a while. I mean, uh, a babyface champion that people won't turn on after a while. You know what I mean? So they got to make this, they got to make you hate fucking uh, Roman Reigns so much that the nigga that wins the title can can ride that wave for a while just because he was the one who took it from him. You know what I mean? I want to talk about how good the DIY uh, Judgment Day match was. I even told Steve, write it down, put it down as one of my top matches of the year already. Because it was such a fucking amazing match. And you've got four guys who have battled each other before in NXT. It, it was just so fucking good. No, and and what it, it what it highlights for me is how good Damian Priest is, right? Yeah, all of them. All it, of them. it is no, all of them are great. You know what I'm saying? But you, but this is the thing about it. when you look at the DIY and some maybe a lot of matches like that, but they're littler guys. You know what I mean? We we seem to to where Vince was a big uh, guy fan, we are all smaller guy fans. You know what I mean? And Finn Balor fits right into that fucking wheelhouse. So when you see matches between those cats, it's fucking one thing. But when you see a big cat like <laughs> like Undertaker, when they fuck with the littler guys and it still looks like a great fucking match, it's it's such a fucking nod to the bigger nigga because it's so much harder for him. And they say they actually say it's better. They prefer working with littler cats, but. It still, it still makes him look like fucking a million bucks because yeah, he, it, his own moves were fantastic. But yeah, yeah. then working with the little guy, absolutely. no, I think we even said that too, right, babe? That uh, it I, we thought that it also showcased Finn that he looked great out oh, there. Yeah. Not Finn, um, Finn is so great, you know what I mean? And, and, and people forget that shit. And every now and again, he'll hit you with some shit like this. And just be like, oh, yeah, yeah, Finn is fucking... Bitch. Yeah, no, I meant to say, um, not Finn, I meant to say... Uh, Damien. No, I meant to yeah. say Damien Priest, yeah. Um, but I... <coughs> and I'm hoping that what they're trying to do is, again, make him look like the beast he is, so that way, whenever he goes for whatever it is he's going to do with that fucking uh, suitcase... There's no way for you. What's fucked up is that he won that shit in a situation where there's no way for him to cash in and win the belt without fucking up everything else. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's it's the worst the worst time to have ever been Mr. Money in the Bank. And the only thing the saving grace is <coughs> he has a year. And it's a year from, usually it was like you have until WrestleMania to fucking cash it in. But now it's just a year from, because it was from, it, the, the Money Bank originated at WrestleMania. But now that it's its own pay-per-view, 
it's now a year from the that pay per view, so he still has some time even after WrestleMania to cash it. He's got to July first. There you go. So five months. It's just surprising it's taken this long, but you, you, you are correct. This is probably one of the worst times to be. It's just the worst times to be that shit. You know what I mean? It's which is maybe you know what I'm saying. Uh, Indicative of something else that is better for wrestling as a whole, but it just still sucks. And you know, the only thing, and then with this match again, the the other thing that is, I I kind of wish that they had lost these fucking. I mean, it's kind of time to start fucking pulling that, breaking up the Judgment Day. They need to break up the damn tag belts too. Damn it! That again, you know what I mean? That's another thing. <sighs> Um, other than that, I mean, Raw was okay. It was, and then still, it was more entertaining than any AEW programming prior or post. Yeah. So, kudos to (laughs) WWE for making a better show. Yeah, I agree. It was more entertaining, in my opinion, than, than <coughs> Rumble. I mean, I, I don't know. The fucking Royal Rumble was good, man. Like, I don't know why you are so right. fucking tripping about it. it but um, it here's here's questions um that I did have. It doesn't matter what you think. Oh, what was your opinions on um Andrade signing to? Raw, and you know what? I forgot to fucking mention that shit in the in the Raw Rumble shit, but the interaction between him and Santos was I, was, was interesting too. Yeah, I was shocked with the Raw thing because I figured I have a I have a philosophy on this, and Jeff told JJ this afterwards. But like, I thought he would go definitely smack if not yes, and with LWO, but also his wife is. I mean, she's out, but she's still that's her brand, but. What I think is going to happen is Braun Breaker is going to sign with SmackDown, and there might be a little trade action. Because I expected him to to be the new leader of the LWO. You know what I mean? To take yeah. race spot. You know what I mean? That's Carlito. I don't think Carlito wants that. I don't. I don't feel like he really like. I think he just want to cut. It seems like he's not committed. You know what I mean? Like. Hey, I just want to come in a couple times, have a good match, blah blah blah. You know what I mean? always been Carlito's problem is that you know we we, we I remember thinking that <laughs> shit when he when he when his first run in WWE is that he's so fucking talented and he started to get over, but he just seemed like you know I don't give a shit about this like that. You know what I mean? You think the promo flare threw on him in the back. I, I think it was yeah. I think it was yeah. flare that he kind of fucking. Uh, yeah, so he said too. He goes, "You should feel lucky to walk these halls, you fucker." Yeah. I, I it's 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 not uncommon though of of uh the sons of other you know like the and, and it plays true in all types of sports you know what I'm saying when you're the son of a great athlete you know what I mean like sometimes you just don't want the same thing you know what I mean and then it, it, look at the shit that Cody went through you know to find himself look at the shit that Dustin went through to kind of find himself and figure out his way in, in, in the wrestling world when 
you have a fucking uh, famous father. You know, and in boxing, basketball, baseball, football, <laughs> having a fucking famous father actually is usually a fucking curse for you. You know what I mean? It's a hindrance, yeah. Which is crazy why the bloodline, you know, has, you know, it is only because those those people at this level of the bloodline have exceeded where their fucking predecessors ever tried to be. You know what I mean? When you think about Roman Reigns, The Rock, and and the Usos, and you know, and you want to even go in a little bit further back with Yokozuna and shit like that, like you know, the Chief Maivia and and the Samoans, how great they were. Would never, you know, the Usos were a better tag team. There's, I can't, you know, what I mean, I don't know anybody who would argue me that that they were greater than the Wild Samoans. Um, I think Roman Reigns and The Rock have surpassed what Chief Maivia and and elders in that family have achieved. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. It's it's the but it's still the. The exception, not the rule. No, you're you're right on all points. So let's. Uh, unfortunately, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to finish with uh, a shit show. AEW. Um, I don't know. Again, I, I go back to what I said before. I want them to succeed. I don't give a fuck if they only sell two tickets. I don't give a shit. But I uh, do want them to succeed, but I, you know what I mean? Like, I want them to succeed the way that I want them to succeed. (laughs) It's it's very weird to fucking to to explain my feelings. You can't book all your booze. Come on, man. I got a lot of you know what's funny is that my uh, most of my booze are in AEW. I don't know what that means. I don't know. So, but here we go. Let's start off the shit show. Um, out of left field, don't know why. Uh, John Moxie faces Jeff Hardy. No clue why. Uh, this set up a issue with the CMLL, the four luchadors, beating up Moxley after he beats up Jeff. But they're, I think, again, I said it last week, I think they're pushing for a Hardy uh, heel turn because after He's the gonna match, turn. Max wants to, I, I Maxwell, or excuse me, Moxley, excuse me, wants to shake hands. Jeff says no. Moss gets beat up. Then we're having the dealer's choice. Hangman Page gets to choose who uh, Swerve has, and Swerve got to pick his buddy, Toa Liona. Liona? L-I-O-N-A. Um, they built up uh, Mr. Tua uh, by mentioning he's never been pinned on uh, AEW television. Well, that changed because Heyman's not going to fucking lose. Heyman does take him down with a roll-up crucifix gimmick. So it wasn't the Buckshot Lariat. It was a solid match. Big hitting, but again, I didn't give a fuck. Uh, Wardlow, make sure that Commander with a K only has a one-match winning streak, I guess, because uh, he loses. Uh, it did look, unfortunately, like Wardlow might have tweaked a knee or ankle. Excuse me, um, so that that's something we need to take a look at. I never want to see somebody get hurt. And a total surprise, I guess, our OH World TV champ Kyle Fletcher loses to Chris Jericho. 
Um, I guess it was not a title match, but this is just, again, weird. Oh, and the fantastic timeless Tony Storm is on commentary while her while evidently her next opponent, Miss Perrazzo, faces Valkyrie. Um, the women's match was solid. The commentary was better. I love I love this Tony Storm. It's fantastic. Main event time. If you didn't know that Storm Strickland was going to face RVD, you're a fucking idiot because uh, the the Hangman left plenty of clues. I guess they the, not only the hangman, else. but fucking uh, <laughs> the commentary team. Yeah. Oh my god, dude. When they when they were talking about Rod Van Dam and it's one of them, and I think it was it might have been Taz or Samoa. I was like, yeah, you what? You couldn't smell them in the back. So no, it was. I want to say it was either Tony Schiavone <laughs> or Excalibur that said that there was a a, a certain aroma yes. in the back. You know what I mean and shit like that. Yeah, they um, definitely and then fucking yeah, hangman page. Bard match. Um and this allows Brian Cage to interfere until Hook comes in for the save. Dude, Hook is not as big as one leg of Brian Cage, for God's sake. It's a, that's just fucked. But at the end of the day, Swerve Strickland does take out the whole effing show. And uh this I, I, I so beginning of the year they said they're bring back the rankings. The rankings are in. They're going to use whatever matches they had, whatever. So now, evidently, Swerve Strickland and Hangman are tied in the rankings. Hangman's lost twice clean to this motherfucker. But the Booker of the Year wants to have them face each other another time. Fuck this. I don't want to see them two again. And please don't make this a fucking three-way with Samoa Joe for the title in the next pay-per-view revolution. I think it is March 3rd. Don't do that shit. Don't, don't uh, take the... I think based on what, uh, you know, Hangman had said, he said that Stop. both times, you know what I'm saying, somebody from the mobile embassy had fucking oh. interfered and shit. Oh. Well, he's the one that wanted a fucking Texas death match, which allows that shit. Well, granted, you know what I'm saying? And I'm not fucking, <coughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, I, for one, let me say that, let me say that my first thing that I got to fucking point out from all of the things that you mentioned is that this nigga Hangman's mustache is whack as fuck. <laughs> I don't know why I have such a hang up on facial hair and haircuts, but. Bro, like, you need to get your shit together, bro. You know what I mean? Like, it you're looking whack. It looks creepy as fuck, dude. I'm exactly. I'm to drive up in a, in a white ice cream truck or something. Yes, no. You know what I mean? He looks like, you're looking like a nigga that says, you know what I mean? Uh, I've got candy. Don't tell your fucking parents and shit. You know what I mean? Um, <clears throat> so, but, like I said, you know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? And I went and just, just for the whole... I you know, almost I definitely agree with you that I don't want to see a fucking three way for this shit. You know what I mean? Like, let one or the other fucking face him, and then let it be fucking Swerve Strickland because nobody gives a shit about fucking Adam Page. I, I can't agree more. I don't know why all of a sudden they got this massive hard on for him. Like, but that because they 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 they've been trying to they they've had a lot of start stops with that nigga, and you know what I mean, like. It's not that he's not popular and then he, he could do well. I feel like he could do better in WWE, too. I feel like Hangman Page, the character, works way better in WWE than it does in anywhere else. 
But either way, they, they, they've been trying to fucking make him something, and it just hasn't gone all the way like it should have. And it's like when he had the title, everybody was happy when he lost it. Nobody gave a shit. Nobody... I think, at, at what point do you say, you know what? He's just not it. He's not our moneymaker. He's not... And then you've got somebody like Swerve that everybody is fucking going insane for, yet you're not pushing it. Like, where does that make sense? How much of that is having EVPs that are this nigga's friend? <clears throat> Shocker. Yeah. But I don't know what they 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 like that day. You know what I mean? Like I can't say because, but I've never heard of them saying anybody saying that <clears throat> any of the original EVPs of AEW have used that position to fucking further their career at the detriment of any other wrestler. But at the same time, you know what I'm saying? Like when you see shit like this, where you know it's. Obviously, it's it's one is is way over than the other. Let's just roll with that and see what happens. You know, what I mean, we could always racist. go back, but it's all racist bullshit. I mean, if, you're trying to hold down the black man. <laughs> Fucking dwarves, midgets, leprechauns—they don't want to see a black man make it. <laughs> This is, this is terrible. <laughs> this is terrible. Oh, you racist bastards. My shit was from how high, so you know what I mean? There's definitely no racism involved, but... Anyway. I mean, the truth behind it is that, you know, Swerve Strickland is beyond over, beyond the, beyond talented and has paid his dues that even if he doesn't win, which he probably should, uh, he should definitely have <coughs> a great singles match with Samoa Joe and then go from there, you know? Yeah. That'd be a great match. That would be a, I would love that match. Either way. Um, and that's the thing with AEW, so let's talk about that too, is that once again, match quality is still not bad at all, you know? And um, let me, I'll go, I'll backtrack in a second. But, you know, the, the, the shit is that the story, the, the, the things that got you into the fucking rivalries in the first place, they're not giving us none of that. They're just saying, oh, this is a dope match because, you know, it's a dream match. And, yeah, that, that's true. It is. But then once you've had it, what what now? Yeah, can they, and I love RVD, but can we just find you couldn't find some homegrown talent that could take that match? Well, you couldn't have found a thousand other dudes in your fucking company to fucking do this shit, bro. Like that's Keith Lee. You know what I mean? Uh, fucking... Oh, that would have been great. Finally, well, he's injured. Okay, so we can't really say that, but yes, Keith Lee, that, fucking. Um, uh, <laughs> Oh man, I can't believe I can't think of his name. Fucking Rusev. Has he been back on television since mm. the pay per view with Andrade? 
I don't think he has. Malachi Black, fucking Buddy Matthews, fucking... Dude, put in Big Boy from them. I like that motherfucker. Brody King. But no, we've got... And again, I love the, the whole fucking show. I like that guy, but come on, man. Can I can I get somebody that's, you know... Yeah, no, man. Yeah, yeah. Especially because, oh, I picked him to stop you. It's like... We gotta move. We gotta move on at some point. You know what I mean? Like, we gotta build. These companies are supposed to be about building new stars, and yet, fucking TNA is still fucking with POC or PO, whatever the fuck his name is. And, oh, Frankenstein, yeah. <coughs> you know what I mean? The the Hardys are looking awful, bro. You know what I mean? Like, I I feel that this shit breaks my heart because you know, I grew up. With the Hardys and shit like that, and especially knowing <laughs> what Jeff could have been, he could have been a contender. He could have been. Could have been. Could have been. But um, <sighs> AEW really needs to, you know, stop fucking signing everybody and start fucking doing things with their current roster, and you know. Start developing storylines and I don't know <coughs> better, like you know, have a uh long term goals. And again, we've talked about this before have long term goals and then have sidebars. So, hey, you know what, just in case so and so gets hurt, this could be an alternative, or you know what I mean, you have to work around things and, and try to figure shit out. They're not-, not only that, if you're trying to do long-term booking, you know what I mean? There, there <laughs> has to be those those forks in the road where, okay, I fucked with this. So, if we're doing a whole year of booking, so from, from January 1st to December 31st, right? We're, 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 we're planning something, and I want it to be all about these two wrestlers. So, I'm going to put them together heavily for a short period of time, and then now, from there on out, I'm going to sporadically bring us back to that fucking shit until the end. So, that means throughout the year, this has to be functional world where the, these two people both face other people and build back up to each other. Mm-hmm. There's got to be better thinking about it. You got to start, you know, <laughs> overthinking what you're doing over there, man. And like I said, maybe it's 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 less important to sign more people to your fucking roster to pad your roster than it is or bringing in fucking other companies to your fucking company than it is to create long-lasting stories with the fucking vast amount of talent that you have already. Even with, you know, not changing anything else, even with, you know, the the talents that they've acquired and have had, there's still a lot (coughs) to do. There's still so many things that they could do. They're just, right now, they're they're missing uh, the mark on on the things that they could do. Anyway, babe, what do you think about it? They suck. Yeah. No, they don't. I, I just <coughs> let's go back to the RVD thing. You know, you couldn't have somebody in there like that. Like, like uh, I don't know, 
Amiro, that was a good one, actually, from Brat. I mean, because that'd be perfect. Like, hey, I'm getting this fucking beast that's going to fuck you up, Swerve. Not a 50-year-old. Fantastic shape, still can do it, but what does that really prove? What does it really do anything? I mean, it, it doesn't do much of anything. Um, no, and compared to what you gave me, because, you know what I mean, like, this nigga fought a nigga from the, the Move Embassy, which was a fucking yeah. a beast-ass nigga at the, at the same time, <clears throat> it just, you know what it reminded me of those, you know those movies, those kids movies where you have the lame ass villain. Ha 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 ha! I'm gonna, you know, uh, it, it's kind of like um, what what are those movies um, with uh, Mike Myers um, Halloween? No, Michael Myers. The no, is his name Mike Myers? The um, uh, you're the, talking about gold. Uh, Austin Powers? Austin Powers, right. You know how like he's such a shitty ass villain? Oh, I'm gonna put laser beams on sharks and it's like, what the fuck? (laughs) I want sharks with freaking laser beams. Bro, Dr. Evil is the best fucking villain ever. (laughs) Yeah, but it was something stupid like that, like yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm no, I get it. You against this beast, beast of a man. Oh, guess what? I'm gonna put you against RVD. Like, come on, man. You know what? I, and if I was swerved, and I said this earlier, I would have fucking walked out. I would have been like, no. I already said I'm not wasting my fucking time. Amen. No. Since, yes. since, since the pay per view, where he said Dustin wasted his time. He's been on television, of course. RVD, Jeff Hardy, um, and I forgot the third guy. But oh, uh, Matt Seidel. And, and really? three wastes of his fucking time. Yes, <laughs> yes. But you know what he did as a as a pro, he put them over by actually having a very good looking match. But if you thought uh, Dustin was a waste of your time, Matt Seidel, and Jeff Dustin Hardy? was a good fucking match at least. I mean, even the Matt Seidel match was good, but again, that's because of who he's who he's wrestling in that Swerve Strickland. Yeah, I was going to say Matt Seidel was, was a good match too. Fucking, but, yeah, but, solid, but if you're talking about why? level of competition, I would be pissed as fuck. You know what I'm saying? I was like, yo, I just I I, I finished telling y'all niggas that I'm not wasting my time anymore, and you do. You literally threw two other wastes of my time right in my fucking face, bro. Yeah, it was not. Uh, no, I was not happy with that. And it's it is it's a waste of his time. It's a waste of our time. What what? Where's Julia Hart, man? I ain't seen her in a hiccup. Bro, that's uh, this is what we need to do. We need to uh, rally ourselves together, right, and send. Messages to fucking AEW and say, "Look, man, <clears throat> you need to let Turnbucks and Brass Knucks book your fucking show, and we're gonna make that shit dope." You know what I mean? That's right, dope. D o o p, dope. Several O's in between the oh. D and the P. Gotta have that's how dope. Oh. That's how dope it's gonna be. Several zeros. I like it. But that uh, that ends our television for the week. And we've all come to the conclusion that AEW sucks. 
it's just not giving out its best product right now, you know, storyline wise, and they need to really like recalibrate. And you know, I don't know how much of that has to do with injury and, yeah, and things true. like that. Um, he's out. Kenny Omega's out. So, uh, I mean, so presumably, Adam Cole is out. MJF oh, yeah. is out. You know, their their, their biggest storyline shit got fucking shelved because of injury. So. We're going to give them the benefit of the doubt, but get it together, motherfuckers. You know what I mean? They've got too much talent to do this. It's not a question of do they have the horses. They've got the horses. Now they need the riders on that it's going to put them into the next level. (sighs) Oh, well. Well... With all that being said, this has been another great episode of the Turnbucks and Brass Ducks Wrestling Podcast with your host, with the mostest, Brock Brolic. The podcast general, Scuba Steve. See? And main event, Double J. What was that? What was the one that you came up with today? Super bitch. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what was wow. it? The, what was <laughs> it? Angry bitch. <laughs> I think it was angry bitch. Yeah. That's awesome. Super bitch is probably better. <laughs> <Well, laughs> when you think about it, you know, I'm super bitch. Uh, yeah, I'm super bitch. <laughs> <laughs> this has been Turnbucks and Brass Links. We hope you enjoy the show. Yeah, have a good night. Heavyweight primate with a hardened mind. Blunt filled with a citrus mixture, orange lime. Pussy drip when the thought of action come to mind. Born to ride when the spring, summer shine. Bonafide, eyes wide, running high. You don't want the revolution to be televised Terrified from the Arab Mountain death camps With the iron burning high, give you chest stamps Phone calls with the cloth over the mouthpiece With or without lead, burn about an ounce cheap To the neck like a razor for the stubble Raise inside the struggle, blazing in a huddle, yeah Dig a hole, throw the lamb in it Leather slippers in the sand, motherfuckers couldn't stand in it Myself on the back, don't fake the funk on a nasty dunk shack I tag. Close the window to your soul. We inside my lung burn. These old suckers getting placed into a young urn. Specialized like the little bus. Use my chubby little finger first to stimulate the clitoris. King Kong ain't got shit on us. I'm out here getting it for real. Why you motherfuckers fill a bus? Weed in my finger flicker. I'm on a solo mission. Started at pole position. Eyes on a long division. As it burned my thumb, I roll another one. Quite persistent, that's why they call me my mother's son. Shoot the gold gift, leave your hoe stiff. Make your hoe sniff. Hootie and the blowfish. Hope they the cold king. Cause every motherfucker in here rockin' low dip. I'm on that old shit. Always likes to pat himself on the back. <laughs>